Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 230, with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 230, where each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry and just the hospitality industry. We pick our lane. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live video show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which also airs every Friday at 11.30 Eastern, uh, U.S. time, a.m., I should say. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. Okay, so... Our tool for review this week is a relatively new one that I've been using that I was very skeptical about at first. Um, Oftentimes, there's a lot of platforms out there that are trying to propagate the fact that they can get your content distributed, that you can share with them your stuff, whether it be blogs or pages and posts and contents and what have you, and that they'll get it out there only to find out that they've used bots and animations and automations that really send it to ghosts that nobody really of any tangible values and engaged with it and for any business provider for hospitality you're looking to either generate leads on a b2b relationship or leads in in relationship to uh your transient sales or in group sales i should say even we can't exclude them as well um so it's really not about just sending it out to numbers it's about sending it out to qualified recipients people that are truly going to go over and respond to your content because you have taken the time to curate it and then make sure that it is put out in front of the right people, just not cast it to the wind as to whether or not somebody may or may not get to see that. Now, one of the frustrating points that most people have is uh, their own traffic, especially as they try to attempt to build it. If you're new to the social space, if you're new to uh, the distribution of content space, you know, you're sitting around going, gosh, Lauren, I got, uh, you know, a brand new website and I'm trying to get content out there i don't have hundreds if not thousands of people that are following and if you're saying send an email that's great you know again i don't have uh hundreds if not thousands to send that to now from a hotelier's point of view or restaurateurs it's accumulation of that that is one of the key focuses that you should always have is generating a means to communicate with your guests for their second visit it's fine to use platforms like otas expediahotels.com and so forth to generate initial interest they're spending the money to be high in that discovery period uh, and then high, as we often say about the funnel where people are looking to see what they're going to do and that takes a lot of money to be up there uh, monies that you may you not be able to have at this particular point. But once they've stayed with you, you should create a methodology of reaching to them because everything else is somebody else's sandbox. Facebook, you're playing it on Facebook's rules. Google, you're playing Google's rules and on and on and on. So the ability to communicate directly with people that you've done business with is a very strong component to your overall strategy and should be one of the most paramount forms of strategy that you have, whether it be at your front desk or from somebody that's had a meal with you at the restaurant, whatever it may be. And that it should stay in perpetuity and a means of converting them from when they came from other channels. Uh, I've often said on the show uh, many times, as well as the podcast, it's fine for OTAs to bring you your first level of business. It is not fine for them to bring, have to be the ones that bring them back. That should be the responsibility of your relationship with them. So please keep in mind that you want that communication still, but you still getting back to the original point, want to go over and get communication content out to people. You don't have the resources yet built up to really have the audience, the strength of audience to get that out for them. So there's a a platform that I started with in December to see what would happen because it was very expensive and the way that it worked was a little different in most places and that's called Q 
promote q u u promote at qpromote.co.co uh, and what this does is q promote allows you to curate your content uh, specific to who we want the audience to be for now when i say that it's about getting what you've written in front of the right people um, so what you do is, and, and they just don't take any content, and this is a good sign of a good platform. Uh, they just don't take whatever you're willing to hand them because you can hand them junk and they're just going to send it out to some curated list. I mean, how many times do we get people soliciting, oh, I have a list that you can send stuff to and you have a list of this and a list of that. Uh, you get what you pay for sometimes and even sometimes not even that, even if you did pay good money for them because they're not your list. They don't know about you. You need to develop your list. Now, we've had several discussions on how to curate that on social platforms, how to develop that based on traffic coming to your website, and we'll continue to have those conversations. But this Q Promote platform allows you to get kind of a stick in the sand, a starting point. Now, this is a pay-for service. This is not something free, which, again, validates a little bit uh, towards more of what they're doing for this. But what you're doing is you're de defining your content, giving it a home, whether it be a blog or whether it be a content page on your website or a promotion or posts that you've created. And you're giving it to them under a very strong guidelines as to what they accept. Well, you know, visualization, verbiage, linkage, all those things, okay? Plus they give you the ability to track what that engagement is, which is a validation process that a lot of these fly-by-nights or we'll send it to somebody and just you know cash your check, don't do. And that is they allow for tracking conditions to it as well. And it takes time to curate this in the process. This is not a flip the switch tomorrow, you got 5,000 new followers because you bought them on Fiverr. This is You've given them their content, you've followed their guidelines, you've written information that you have connected to your own content, be it page or blog or what have you, and they then go out to real people identified by what you could as, as filtered parameters and begin to put this content in front of them based on what those people say about themselves as into their interest. Now, we've had this discussion for on other platforms like a Wario and so forth, where you can actively engage with people based on what they're commenting and engaging with. This is an amped up somebody else does this for you platform. This allows you to go over and give them the content, and allow them to churn it, cultivate it, disseminate disseminate it, share it, allow it to be shared by those who are shared with, and allow it to organically build value, which is the real key element to this platform's success, is that the, the content that you shared is shared with people that actually are interested in it and who in turn share it with others who also are in, potentially interested with it, which gives you that strong organic value coming back to your content. This isn't about paid for performance, putting it in front of somebody, although you're paying them to do so. You're really paying them for organic traction, the ability to get content in front of the right people that are interested in what your content is. Now, that's the tool, QPromote. Some of the pricing profiles of it is that they charge $40 per post. So it's not something you just flagrantly throw out there. Now, there is a offer on AppSumo, which you've heard me talk about many times before where I buy a lot of my software tools and platforms, and that is AppSumo, A-P-P-S-U-M-O.com, where you can buy a number of credits for a number of dollars, uh, which is a heck of a deal right now at this point. Uh, it, it's still not cheap. Uh, but you can get more, but you can get a better rate than $40 per um, post. Let's put it that way. Uh, so you can definitely go there at appsumo.com and, and pick it up if you find interest enough in this platform. Plus, there's a good description as to what this platform does. But it's called Q Promote, 
and it is our tool in review for this week as to organically getting your content in front of the right people. And with that in mind, our next step is our technique. Now, for this week's hospitality technique. Okay. Our technique kind of goes on an extension of our conversation of QPromote, and that is the dissemination of your organic content with platforms like QPromote. Now, usabilities in this case. So you have event-driven information. Let's be very specific as to the possibility of using something like QPromote and also reaching out to influencers like on an Awario platform that are people talking about something and so forth. So let's put a nice little stick in the sand and say, look, I'm relatively new to the market or my website is new and or I'm just new to engaging with an audience associated with this event and I want to start getting my voice in there. Now, obviously, some of the preliminaries we've talked about on other platforms for is engaging in the social conversations, listening, listening to those people that are interested in the event on the event platforms themselves. That'll be at their website, I'll be at their Facebook page, Instagram page whatever platforms they're exercising the messaging on, listening to what the guests are engaging with, what their interest points are, what their what their their conversations are. Now, this may sound like a lot of legwork, but it truly is because you don't want to have bad first impression. You want to make sure that if you're going to create content towards that event, that it is of interest specifically to the audience that you're seeing engaged with it. You're not going to talk to a family group about a non-family event. So don't talk about your family packaging or your family availabilities or how well suited your hotel is for family stays when it has no applicability to the event, as an example. But so you want to go over and create content that is applicable to the audience and with a platform like QPromote, curate it so that you're not only just answering questions, but you're creating suggestions of interest. It's just not a Q&A FAQ. There, there's sources for that. And you want your website to have some source relevance for this. But remember, this is a long dance. This isn't about showing rate and date about an event and think that your platform is going to be a conversion platform like social. Social is not a direct channel contribution as we've often talked about. It's an amplifier. So you create a dialogue of interest early on, content that's distributed with a platform like QPromote and like using a Wario and reaching out to influencers and creating a timeline, a storyline that's well ahead of what you know to be your prime booking windows and conversion dates. So that by the time you begin to augment your conversation with now an engaged audience, you're doing so at a time of peak interest of conversion. It's now coming close to your conversion time for that event for your hotel, which means you're going to improve your conversion rate rather than just being discovered and, oh, I didn't know it was that close. Click, let me book there. Instead, you've engaged an audience, brought an audience with you, dialogued with them with content that you've distributed on platforms like QPromote and your social platforms so that now at the time that people are having to make choices as to their attendance or not, you're there talking about what you have as a value proposition. That's the amplification of social media. That's the amplification of the technique of using tools like QPromote. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. Okay. As always, we tell you a little news and show review. Our show today consisted of our co-host, Stephanie Smith, with Cogwheel Marketing, uh, Mr. Robert Cole with Rock Cheetah, Mr. Tim Peter with Tim Peter & Associates, and Mr. Stuart Butt with Fuel Travel. Um, fun dialogue, as always, first of the year kind of thing. We do want to make sure that we remind everyone that this month, January, is... Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Uh, it is a tragedy that our industry, unfortunately, is a contributor to, unwilling, I'm sure, for all considerations. But we do, unfortunately, are a part of this horrendous process of human trafficking. We need to be aware of it. We need to treat, treat 
train our staff and our teams to be uh, conscious and, and, and aware of how, what the signs are to look for this and to know that there's a channel of communication opportunity for them to not only report what they see, but they, if they themselves get engaged with it or get caught with it and they, they, they are caught in, in, in uh, compromising services, that they have a means of communicating these, this immediately to management so that management can act on it, not ignore it, not defer it, not blind eye it but to act on it so please remember january is human trafficking a month there is amazing programs on the ahoa website cat uh, muhammad was not able to join us today on the show but she is a huge advocate and a trained trainer when it comes to the awareness of human trafficking and highly recommend that you go to ahoa.com look for human trafficking month and you'll see a bunch of information that cats put together on her training programs for awareness and understanding so some of the things we did talk about and one of them will be our news topic today. But we did talk about OTAs, the most pervasive problems in the online travel agency model. That article, and as a reminder, all these articles and their links are on our show notes that you can find at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Look for show number 230, which is this one, and you'll see all the links there and also replay of this podcast should you not find it on all the other player platforms, which are 39 and counting. So OTAs, the most pervasive problems in the online travel agency model. One of the most damaging numbers about all of this was OTA Insights did a, a, a scale chart as to the percentage impact of rate, dis, uh, rate parity issues to brand and non-brand, and it was almost 50% impact that went out of parity it hurt independent and local hotel brands, 50%. That is a staggering number of dilution when you're out of rate parity. And this is for non-contracted rates. These are for the people that steal and bleed rates off of our third parties that have them open and available. And for those who know in the open space, these are plentiful. And so one of the first uh, weapons you can do with this is, and this always happens every year and you're gonna remind yourself of this, tighten up your OTA contracts. Make sure that you're closing loopholes that allow them for open inventory availabilities on alternate platforms. Shut those doors. Create penalties for people that violate that. Suspend inventory availability should they violate it and be hard with it. Prove to them that you are unwilling to allow them to dilute your rate parity issues when it comes to that. Strong article that we had a good conversation about. Another was bold and outrageous predictions for the travel industry in 2020. Most of them were bogus. All of us, as Tim Peters said, uh, we over pontificate the first two years and, and totally underestimate the next 10. Um, there was some very bold, weird productions about loss of brand and so forth. And it was an interesting article, but we've kind of discredited a lot of the points and pontifications that they were pointing out to it. Um, we did have a rot row. Uh, well, we had we actually added a new component to our show this year, which is called the boop, which is a good version compared to our rot row, which we've had historically, which is a bad thing. The rot row was the absolute ludicrous idea that characters of Disney World were accused of uh, inappropriate touching of tourists as going with our human trafficking month. There is no point of access of of, 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 of any of this that is acceptable. There is nothing between uh, people going down an, air, an airplane aisle to people walking through a restaurant as a server to anything, a housekeeper in a, in a room. Never, ever, anywhere is it ever, ever considered allowable for you to think that you have the right to touch somebody inappropriately, period. And to think that it happens in every avenue of our lives, including, unfortunately, Disney World, is unfortunate, is a very sad thing indeed. That was our rut row. The positive, the boop, was that bold and outrageous predictions, oh, excuse me, for, for the top 20 uh, hotels in, to see in the world, uh, amazing new places, some 
born out of tragedy of hurricanes and cyclones that have devastated the island that we've grown through things and the one comment that we made about all of them which we thought was very positive was that none of them were in high over tourism locations they weren't in the places that are going through such tragedies like venice and what have you where they're over tourists they're having uh climate change uh tragedies with the flooding and so forth all of these were new and exciting places that are not on the mainstream of most people's attention and well worth going and seeing because we work in just such an amazing industry and that these places exist is a testament to that so great show from that aspect our top news feature that we had which is a really strong discussion that came out of Focusrite. Focusrite doesn't always go over and give free content. In this case, they gave a, uh, just have to register for it. And again, the link will be in hospitaldigitalmarketing.com uh, forward slash podcast. Uh, and this was hotel revenue management opportunities in a dynamic and changing landscape. And the really cool part of that was that um, the two writers who, are, well, one is a very good friend of mine, Bill Carroll, who's a doctor at, 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 former, uh, at formerly at Cornell University, I think it might be even emeritus. I have to go and look. And Kathy Walsh was uh, their content was hotel revenue management opportunities in dynamic and challenging landscape. They gave five very strong points as to the issues associated with current revenue management. And current revenue management has these five issues. First is information overload. There's too much data to be assimilated based on what they are functionally having to do each day. The second is pulling together disparate systems. There is just no talking between data sources, between PMS, uh, POS, CRM. It's The tech stacks are dysfunctional. They, they are purposely built to be uh, centric to their own ecosystem and not to be shared. And even brands have the issue of literally changing from one data source to another within their own brand network. Um, so it's not as if, oh, if I have a brand, this gets solved. It doesn't. It still has the despairing issues that not all of these data points can be combined together into a collective interpretation. The other is dynamic and complex distribution landscape. It is insane, the variations that have to be figured out on balancing rates, opportunities, inventories, capabilities. And then we don't even talk about the facts of the leaks that we just talked about with OTH, you know, sharing it to platforms uh, that they shouldn't, allowing for rates and rate parity issues and so forth. So that exists as well. Plus filling the information gap. Huge about not having information from all the sources that we do business with, knowing that the full impact of those on our business and also what we could utilize maybe even better from them simply because we're not being shared that information from them. And of course, the expanding role and impact of revenue managers. I think right now the consensus for 2020 is enough talk. We've talked for years now about how revenue management, marketing, sales all have to converge, work together, but instead we still keep talking about it and very few people are actually acting on it. And I think you're gonna see a lot of changes in 2020 as an industry. I'm not saying that those in our industry, there are some that are doing this, but as an industry as a whole, we're still kind of sitting on the market, not moving, still talking, but not doing. And we really, I think 2020, especially with maybe this change in economies and so forth, there's going to have to be the need to get off that mark because that's where the real revenue growth can come from is the, the the symbiotic relationships and convergence between the disciplines. So an interesting, really great article. It goes on for about 16 pages of breaking all those five points down. But that was the five key element points associated with um, the news article, Hotel Revenue Management, Opportunities in a Dynamic and Changing Landscape. Great, great read from uh, um, Bill. So with that, that we are hit to the point of on time. I think we might be in a little bit beyond what we normally do. Uh, no, we're doing good on time. Excellent. So as a reminder, you can, reminder, you can find us always, this podcast, on Google Play, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, Podcast Breaker, Acast. The list goes on, actually. 
as I mentioned, 39 and counting to be exact. So uh, we're even on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. All you have to do is say, hey, Google, you know, play a hospitality podcast and or okay, Google and or hey, Alexa, and it'll pay the play the latest version, which will be right now uh, this episode number 230. So no matter which one you ever use, uh, please uh, register, uh, you know, sign up and subscribe to us so that you can always get these downloaded into your favorite podcast player, no matter what that platform is. And uh, by all means, please uh, leave a response, a feedback, and a rating so that others can find us as well. Uh, and also share the love with anybody you may know. Them. Hey, this is a cool podcast. It's short. I can catch you on my drive to work, whatever it is, or working out. And it gives, kind of keeps me up to date for the week. Um, and leave us a comment. We'll take all suggestions, insights, and what have you. You can send me at any time, Lauren at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com. Any of those comments as well, any any suggestions you have for the show, any any criticisms or anything, I'll be more than happy to take any of that. And also, if this is your first time hearing us, um, thank you. And you can also subscribe to us on any of those 39 platforms uh, and, and to follow us as a subscription as well from that. So for all previous 229 podcasts, you can go to our archive at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Look for the archive link. You'll see, of course, the links for all the most recent shows there as well, this being number 230. And of course, don't forget our live video talk show that you can join and participate in every Friday at 1130 Eastern Time called This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the live show. We have a little over 10,000 people that join us from around the world, 28 countries and counting. We're simulcasted on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, on multiple channels actually. Plus also we're recasted with HSMAI in the Asia Pacific region at 11.30 Wednesdays uh, Sydney time and 11.30 Wednesdays London time for the HSMAI European Union edition as well. So if you don't catch us live on Fridays at 11.30 Eastern time because it doesn't fit your time zone, then there's those recasts on those time zones as well. And you can find that show and all previous shows with it at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live. So once again, I thank you for the privilege of your time and look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. Show 230. Brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing in support of the HSMAI, the Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International. All rights reserved. Copyright 2020.